Hello, hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. I'm joined yet again with my best friend, Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, dude? Not too much, my brother. Coming at you live here from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, World Music Megaplex at Evergreen Studios. Uh, Angelo forgot to mention his own name, so... Um, again, Do I'm I? Brandon. That's Angelo. Uh, we have a special guest today to tell them uh, who it is, Ange. So we've got two members from the band Worst Kept Secret. They're from Morgantown, West Virginia. We've got Jared and Pat on the phone. What up, guys? Uh, what's going on? So uh, you guys are from Morgantown, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're from a town... Like two hours south of Morgantown originally, but we all live in Morgantown now. That's a that's a hell of a place to to have a band, I think, right? Um, is that a good or is that a good or bad thing? That's a, well, that's a, what we want to know. What's it like? What's the scene like in, a, in Morgantown? It's like a it's like a melting pot. Like there's, um, it, it's like there, there's a there's a band for every type of genre that you want to see. Okay, cool. Or or here, I should say. Are it's the clubs a, uh, crazy down there and everything? I mean, you hear so much about the school being so wild yeah. and crazy. Yeah, it can get uh, it can get a little out of hand sometimes. I bet. Uh, are you guys located in Pittsburgh? Yeah, Brandon. Well, sure Brandon's from Cleveland. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, and I've lived here for about three years now. I'm sure that it's not like anything compared to up there, but for as small of an area as as it is here, it's uh, it gets like pretty pretty crazy yeah our uh bass player in our band jay went to school at wvu so uh he has a, nice. a fond place in his heart and we both went that. to kent which is uh as far as party schools go you know it's uh, comparable with uh west virginia so you know that feel of being able to play in, in a college town like that it's pretty cool yeah and the, the music scene here is like really cool it's uh it's like hate or love it you know what i mean like the they either like the band's like the bands and the people either like love you or they just like hate you. So and um, so. Drusky Entertainment, I think, is even getting down that way, aren't they? They're big up here in Pittsburgh for promoting shows yeah. and putting on shows, but they've made their way to a couple clubs down in Morgantown, right? We yeah, uh, we did a couple shows with those guys, not in Morgantown. We did them in Pittsburgh. Um, gotcha. But they there's a venue here now called uh, Main Stage. Yeah, and I would like parallel that to um, like the Altar Bar, maybe. Yeah. As far as a Morgantown range, they they get they get pretty you know they get national acts and um it's like it's a 500 cap venue and pretty good they get I don't know they they do pretty well that's what I would relate it to though is like the altar bar of Pittsburgh yeah rest in peace that place ain't around anymore you know that I know. I'm I'm so bummed about that everybody is man we're we're still trying to find a new home um I think they're turning it back into a church like a real church again. We one of the gigs we did with Drusky was Drowning Pool there, and then uh, this is Pat. Now I actually saw uh, Four Years Strong there. Uh, four Years uh, Strong rocks. Yeah, yeah. Th that, you guys that actually remind me of them. Now that you yeah. say that, that that was a big influence when we first started for sure. Uh, like that and the Day to Remember, Pantera, you yeah, know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Jared obviously draws a lot of uh, influence from Metallica and stuff. So nice. Speaking of Pantera, did you guys hear about that uh, re-release? Coming out, which one? Um, Great Southern Tranquil. That's like probably my second favorite Pantera album, and I feel like that album it like it, it flies under the radar. 
Well, they're doing a, a 20th anniversary release. Uh, I did, yeah, I did see that. Actually. We talked about it in in one of our episodes, either one or two. I can't remember the exact date it's being released, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, you guys are in a band called Worst Kept Secret, and we're really, really glad to have you on the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for for sure. What, what? So, just to kind of say this at the beginning of this podcast, part of the reason why Brandon and I are talking to you guys is because you're a part of this really awesome music festival that's going to be in Pittsburgh on Sunday, November 13th, right? Yep, Four Chords. Right, so Four Chord Music Festival. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that here a little bit further down the line of the podcast, but this is this episode's part of this special that we're doing to kind of promote the festival and talk to about eight or ten of the bands on the bill. So we're really, really thrilled to have you on here. Bring our listeners up to speed on who who Worst Kept Secret is. What, what do you sound like? What kind of you know influence do you pull from? Um, Jared, I know you and I, when we were talking about getting you on the pod, you mentioned you're probably one of the heavier bands on the bill, and I think you're probably right. Oh, there's no yeah. question. Yeah. Um, yeah, so influence-wise... Um, uh, every time I die, uh, yeah, I trade you. Um, we love, we, we love pop punk too. Like we love like Blink-182 and Newfound and mid, mid like Midtown and stuff like that. You're speaking Angelo's um, language now. Yeah, that's, uh, and you yeah. definitely get that in, in the songs, which it's great because you kind of transition in and out of that throughout we, your songs. Okay. So originally we planned on being way more, um, like poppy kind of like way more like four years strong. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know why, but like naturally our sound just like continued to get heavier, but then we would back off of it a little bit. Cause like, I, I never wanted to, if you say you're like a metal band, you automatically get a stigma of like, Oh, these guys are like Slayer right. or to like and sometimes it's tough to get on bills with that, it's, you know? It's very hard. Or like to the mainstream, if you tell someone like, oh, I'm like, we're, we're like a kind of like a metal band. They're like, oh, like, like Five Finger Death Punch. And we're like, uh, not really. Yeah. So, you know, you bring up a good topic that I wanted to chat about. So you, you guys almost, you, you call yourselves, refer to yourselves as heavy Southern punk. So yeah. can you kind of elaborate on what exactly that is and, and maybe okay. try to find a connection for the listeners? It's like, <laughs> it's like if you took rise against and put like pantera riffs in it and threw some like a trey screams in it with with like pop punk catches in it awesome that, it's kind of hard i we, we actually have a thing that we say is like we always have a like a hashtag we put on that's like no genre no problem because like we'll literally play with anybody and i hate when going to shows where they're like oh like that band can't play because they're not metal or they're not pop punk or whatever it's like we'll play with anybody right and i actually had that written down as one of the questions i wanted to chat to you guys about is the no genre no problem motto i think it's great and i could see why a band like you would want to implement almost that like that vision because one you're definitely not metal you know um there's metal roots in there with newfound glory you could feel metal roots that they had in their yeah. songs. And so I could definitely see why you pull from newfound glory. Cause you're a heavier version of newfound glory is what it is. I think that is a huge compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Hell and, yes. and, that's, and that's another thing too. Like we've, we've played with Bubba sparks and Elkins randomly. And uh, we, it, it's like one of the things that hurts us, but helps us is 
were too light for metal shows but too heavy for punk shows so it's like we got that perfect mix that people seem to enjoy from what we've heard but uh sometimes it's still difficult to get booked uh being in that you know up in the air genre which is just it's such a shame because the music industry in general has such a battle with technology and social media to even get people to purchase music the correct way to get them to shows marketing is people become so desensitized to all online marketing that you know why not incorporate broad genres into your shows like get people together you know what i mean and it makes you more marketable as a band it makes you more mature yeah i i've just been I listen to so many, so many different genres of music, but as like, as a fan, I don't like going to shows where every band sounds the same. Right. It's like, I like, I like that diversity. And I like when, like if I go to a show and, um, like he's Pat mentioned like the drowning pool show we played, like the band before them was adrenaline mob and they didn't say anything like drowning pool. And right. they like slayed. Right. They, they were so good. Well, if you even look at, what technology has these days like Spotify and Pandora, like even technology is catering to people wanting uh, an eclectic like grouping of music, you know, with Pandora or whatever you can, you can have a station where you're listening to, you know, light rock and then, you know, Metallica comes on and then Taylor Swift, you know, all in the same station. And because people want that diversity, but it seems like, venues and promoters haven't caught on to that well i tend to disagree on that actually as far as pandora goes when i listen to a station <laughs> i continue to get the same exact sound i don't get the diversity except, that i actually want. except for like the band that you search for in the first place yeah you never right. get to hear i know right but uh, I, I made i made a joke today that was like <laughs> you can listen to like matchbox 20 radio or like <laughs> rise against and it will still play that that disturbed cover of the sound of silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some songs you just can't escape. Um, so anyways, you know, the, the name worst kept secret, we were kind of curious where that came from. Or do you have a secret? Yeah. That's, uh, All right. That you're hiding. Right. Well, we don't have a secret, but the, uh, the way that it came about is like, I guess it, it kind of ties into pop punk is, uh, I am, uh, huge fan of like from under the cork tree by fallout boy and was i was i was listening to that album and there's a song in there called nobody puts the baby in the corner or yeah. something yep and the line and it says i'll be your best kept secret and your biggest mistake oh yeah and and i was like oh i don't want to say we're the best in anything because then you like kind of shoot yourself in the foot because then it just like sets you up for jokes and like, people are like oh yeah like they are the best kept secret. They're best kept secret. You're just making whatever. yourselves the underdog, is what you're doing. Pretty much. And everyone that's loves like, the underdog. Yeah, that's kind of the, the the thing there. Is like I don't, I didn't want. We we want to. We like to have fun. Like that's the thing at our shows is like have fun. Like yeah, we play heavier music, but we 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 have fun and we want the crowd to have fun and laugh. Like we implement a lot of like Blink One Eighty Two esque things. Like right. In our, in our set, it's like, just don't take yourself too serious. Right, and uh, for our listeners, if you check out Worst Kept Secrets YouTube, you guys actually have a good amount of videos on there, don't you, that will kind of elaborate more on what you're talking about. Brandon and I saw a couple before we gave you a call. Yeah, we, we actually just, like, really started, like, like amping that thing up. Um, we, have, we have a video for a song called Bender that's kind of like our poppiest song, I would say. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one that uh, I just watched. About yeah, and there's 15 like minutes there's ago. Like, there's like Halloween like footage in there, like our singer dressed as like Hank Williams Jr. I <laughs> saw it and a, and a Viking <laughs> helmet. Yeah, yeah, and like I dressed as like Matt Shadows because I was like too lazy to buy a costume, so I was like, <laughs> oh, I can just put a hat on backwards and some sunglasses. So in. In light of your band name, Worst Kept Secret, we just wanted to, as we go through the pod, we always implement like little segments, whether they're one-timers or ones that we do often. And so we're just kind of curious um, quickly with this, what is the worst kept secret like just in the world? Like what would be the worst kept secret? The In the world? Yeah, just anything. I mean, off the cuff, what do you think is the worst kept secret right now? Hillary's email. <laughs> well, apparently that uh really wasn't kept very well so i would agree um maybe 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 ufos now that tom DeLong was on wikileaks oh uh, tom's all over the place man was he in wikileaks yeah yes. he was like he was emailing he was like, hillary yeah about, about like ufos yeah trying to get her attention like you know he needed her assistance like she's got nothing else to do right now but um maybe that Maybe that we're not metal. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's the worst kept secret, then what do you think the best kept secret is right now? Uh, the the cure for cancer. Yeah. Do you think it exists? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, you know, <laughs> I maybe because like when someone like famous gets cancer, like they don't die usually. Yeah. But then like if your like grandma gets cancer, it's like the end of the world. And it's, there's yeah, conspiracy. Next week it's gone. There's conspiracy theorists though that would say. The government has the cure to cancer, but is holding on to it be- for like population control. Do you believe that? I, I think well, or I money. Think holding money, yeah. I think they're holding on to it just because like the cancer treatment industry is. I mean, I you're going to make more it. money than curing it well, and keeping oh, people on medication people, for life. Look at the people with the EpiPen. I mean, that whole debacle with I, them. I was just going to mention myelin and all that. Right. You know, absolutely yeah like that like uh i mean if you like the cleveland clinic is like i don't know how many billions of dollars that place is probably worth like it's just like that's how it is it's like the same for me with like prescription drugs or something it's like they're not gonna do away with it now because they make so much money off of it yeah well let's hope that's not the fucking truth um Uh, yeah i would hope so but who knows all right so uh Damn. So I hope that's yeah. I hope that hope that's not the best. Well, they kept say secret. the same thing about AIDS too. That there's been a cure for AIDS for a long time. That uh, you know. Yeah, it's in, it's in it's inject money. Didn't you watch South Park? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you guys have an album coming out in early 2017, correct? Correct. Confidence, arrogance. That's the title. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was actually called the fine white line between confidence and arrogance, which was like a drug reference. And I was like, man, that's really long to put on a CD. <laughs> that's so like a fallout of- boy kind of like title or something. Well, you don't like- even have to put it on the, the artwork. Yeah. And you this was I mean? in 2004. It would be the best, but uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so we, we just like, I don't know. It's kind of like modernized with the, like with the, uh, the score in between it. Right. So, right. Yeah. We're just going to call it confidence, arrogance. So um, that is how it would be said now. Confidence, arrogance. Yeah. I, I think so. When um, is it coming out? Probably February or March. We're looking at a release date. Um, it's we. It was it was gonna be done sooner, but like we went on tour, and then our drummer had like a back injury, and our guitar player oh, was in no. California for a month, and it just kind of got delayed. And then now we're really 
like we're we're kind of intentionally winding down on shows so we can work on it. How much more do you have left? Like, uh, where are you at in the process? Vocals and mixing. Okay. So you're a good ways in. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be ten songs. Um, we thought about we thought about see everything is like so like single based now. Right. Yeah, Um, the whole industry. Yeah, that our producer was like, "Why don't you do two EPs?" and and we were like, eh, and then like Blink everyone's doing EPs now. It seems. Yeah, and then Blink One Eighty Two just put out like a fifteen song album, and like I was like so happy yeah. to have like a full length album. I was like, well, that's what I want to do too. Yep. Yeah, they they stay true no matter what, and I'm glad that you're sticking to your roots on that too. So you're you got a full album coming. What's the first single coming off of it? We're thinking Run and Gun. Yeah. Uh, Run and Gun is one of our more popular songs nowadays, and then. Uh, with the CD thing and the EP, I I was raised in the punk scene, so I always felt usually bands released EPs to build on a full length. Right. So that's really what I wanted to do too, personally. Like in the band, uh, I just it, it's like you said, everybody's releasing EPs and a full length. You know, thirteen full tracks or so, give or take, is just the best way to go. And uh, Run and Gun's going to be the single. We were talking about doing another video. Uh, that's kind of up in the air. We were talking about Run and Gun or maybe another track off the album. So Yeah. Well, uh, Angelo and myself are, are vinyl junkies. Do you plan on uh, recording this album or pressing it on vinyl at all? I'm a huge vinyl guy uh, lately. It, it's it's kind of new, but it's taking me over very quick. Um, oh, it's fun, dude. Would, You're going to love I it. like I would like to do vinyl just because obviously, you know, Eternal Boy did the vinyl and I, I bought into it and loved it and yeah. colored vinyl. Any, anything about vinyl is just amazing. Um, our singer, he's a big vinyl guy too. So I would like to eventually step on vinyl. Uh, for right now, I want to get it mixed, mastered, uh, get it into the hands. And once we start selling, I think vinyl's a further idea, but uh, immediately I don't want to do vinyl just because as far as the business goes and selling, uh, we got to prove that we're worthy enough to have vinyl in mind. Right, opinion. and that's not a, an expense you need right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of expensive. Um, a local band here in Morgantown did them, and they did okay with them, but the overhead that they put into the vinyl didn't, to me, it, it seemed like a lot of money to, um, to it's a slow sell. As, yeah. as far as as far as a regional band goes, it's a it's a you know vinyls are usually people are they're sought after by collectors and stuff. So as far as like a regional band, it's like you really got to have your niche to do that. I think. Yeah, I hear you, but you're you're well on your way uh, to getting there. So um, with this new album, what will the band accomplish? Like, what will be the end result from this new album coming, or what do you expect or hope to to actually transpire from this? I hope that um, the just kind of the whole point of Worst Kept Secret is to it goes back to the genre thing. Like I want we we recorded with like a producer that does like pop and melodic rock and stuff. I, I want it to be accessible to everybody, and people will be like, "Whoa!" Like like oh, I've never really heard a band like this before, and just something people can like sink their teeth in for the next like few years or you know years after that. Just that we can really build and build and, and grow from. Your band has a, a high sense of energy that can lack in the monotony of, of music today. Do you know what I mean? So there's, there's definitely something that's, that's capturing about it. And I think that 
this next album will definitely um, translate to the listeners. Do you guys have a favorite and a least favorite track on this album? My, I know, I know, it's tough. My my favorite is uh, we. There's a song. The title track is real cool to me. Um, it's just like even though we're not like metal, it's real kind of like like aggressive and like just like borderline metalcore. I really like that. And there's a song at the very end of the album called "The Odyssey," and we wrote it about um, "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?" Yes, love it. Yep. I, it's like a, it's like six minutes long, which like I feel like a lot of bands don't break like that three minute mark now. Um, that's probably my favorite. My least favorite, um, probably unpopular answer is uh, Bender. That I just like. I feel like Metallica like probably hates Inner Sandman, and that's how I, <laughs> that's how I am with that's how I am with Bender. I just I'm just like overplaying it. It's like but, in a job interview. <clears throat> You know, when they ask you to, to, to say a good trait and, you know, a, a, yeah. a bad trait, you know, no one wants to say the bad one. And you also don't want to gloat too much, too. So we appreciate. I, I, I think as far as live goes, uh, Bill Nye is one of our strongest. Uh, there's there's a lot of crowd interaction to that song, but it, it is a very long song. So when you're when you're creating a tight set, usually you you kind of tend to leave that off there just because it takes up so much space. Did you all collaborate with any other artists on this album? Yeah. So we have a um, our producer who is a drummer in a band called Current State. He actually played a, uh, a guitar solo on Run and Gun. Nice. Um, he's real into <clears throat> like um, Foo Fighters and stuff like that. And I just thought like he could our, – our lead guy is kind of – he's real like Van Halen, shreddy type. Right. And this guy was more – blues pentatonic and i felt like that song is very like rock and roll so we wanted to put a different thing on there and then there's a band called the danger of falling um from morgantown they're a, a christian metalcore band they're kind of like under oath norma jean and we had uh the singer luke smith do some some guest vocals um on uh, the title track that's fantastic is the title track called confidence arrogance or is it called the thin white line between confidence and arrogance yeah, that one. It is the extended version. What is it? It is the extended yeah. version, the thin white line between confidence uh, and arrogance. Fine white line. Fine white line. Yeah, okay. yeah but close enough. All right. <laughs> so February and March is when this album's coming out, right? That ten, yeah, it, tentatively. It be. Like we're we're really pressing for. Okay, it. are you planning on uh, releasing it with a an album release party, a, a concert? How are you planning on releasing yeah. it? Yeah. Um, there's a uh, like a legendary club here in Morgantown called One Two Three Pleasant Street, and uh, we're gonna do it there. That's our home base, and we'll uh, we have a lineup setups already. You know, just it just literally it's on us to get it done, and everything's like lined up and ready to go. So you mean you have artists, bands that are on the bill with you already? Yeah, correct. Who who do you have? Um, so we have Jesse Smith and the Holy Ghost. Um, Jesse Smith was the drummer of Zayo. Okay. Um, and he, they're like a, um, they're, they're, they're chronic, right? They're like this, like Southern kind of spiritual rock. Um, and then we're going to have our, our, we're friends with this band called, um, guns out at sundown, um, from Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Okay. You know, I've heard of them before. 
yeah they're they're kind of like doing some stuff right now like they're like they're touring with a bunch of bands like they just toured with like uh they just opened for a day to remember a couple months ago and awesome uh, so yeah and then we're gonna put a local on there we just don't know who yet okay so it's gonna be a pretty big show yeah we anytime we play in morgantown um we try to really make it special somehow like it's a new song or like we're gonna do like just anything that we can like that adds to like the marquee so what what we're gonna do right now as we're transitioning away from the new album that's slated for early 2017 confidence arrogance we're gonna be able to on this podcast here right now play for probably the first time anywhere uh a song from that album correct um yeah well buzzards the one i sent you is uh that would be we didn't release that on our ep it's online i don't know how well it's done but it's uh i think it would be the first like radio play awesome so so we are going to play follow the buzzards for you right now from worst kept secret on the spinning thoughts podcast enjoy
All right, so that was Follow the Buzzards by Worst Kept Secret. So, Pat and Jared, talk to us a little bit about that song and, and what we're getting from it. Okay, so um, probably the most riffy, in my opinion. The most riffy, um, you said? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I love the uh, open riff Jared wrote. Uh, just as, as soon as it kicks in, it, it starts on a high note. So, and real quick, just on that topic, I, I don't think I did a good job at the beginning. So we, we have Jared and Pat here from Worst Kept Secret. Can you both just kind of say what you contribute to in the band and everything like that? I, uh, I'm the dad. Uh, no. <laughs> and this is I Jared play, speaking right now. Yeah, I'm Jared. I play rhythm guitar. Um, sometimes I do leads. I don't really like to, but I, I'm the, the riff guy of yep. the band. That's what I am as well. So I, what up? All right, Pat. So, Pat, yeah, what's up with you? Uh, I'm Pat. I play bass and occasionally sing and usually play the steering wheel as well. What's the steering? Oh, you're the driver. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) He catches on quick. I can cut that out in post-production. Don't worry about it. No, I wouldn't worry about it. (laughs) So, uh, Jared and Pat, you you, you guys draw from a lot of influences like we've already talked about. Who's the metalhead? You know, who's the pop punker? Like, tell me how that breaks down within the band. So I am the, I, I love like I love pop punk. Um, like I said, I love bands like Starting Line, Midtown, mm-hmm. um, Newfound, Blink, uh, any of those. But I am stuck in a time zone <laughs> where I listen to bands from like 2006. Like I love like Killswitch Engage, and I love um, like. Just old, like Waking the Fallen, Aaron era, Vince Sevenfold, um, yep. older Atreyu, uh, Azalea Dying. That's where I get my my metal influences, and but like my main guitar influence would be James Hetfield um, awesome. from Metallica. Uh, just like that guy's rhythm hand is seriously second to <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It, it, he he's he's so good, and, so, and he he really shows you the power of like the riff. Yeah, you're right. No, that that's a really sim like simple but great way of explaining even their sound because they're very powerful in that regard so as we were talking about briefly earlier in the podcast part of the reason why we're talking to worst kept secret is because of this special that we're doing here at the spinning thoughts podcast it was our initiative um, to just kind of dive into the four chord music festival talk to some of the artists we had rishi ball on uh, last week or a week before that episode five i want to say from eternal boy and you know he's got his hands on so much shit you know with the band and with four chord music in this festival so anyways worst kept secret is on the bill it is november the 13th at extaza down in the strip district correct correct yeah yeah it's on smallman it's going to be in those warehouses so have you guys played in pittsburgh before um yeah three times where um played at the altar bar once yep played at uh the hard rock cafe mm-hmm. um, and then we played at this place in uh i think it's bloomfield yeah yeah uh it's called the shop and it's like an old punk rock place oh, i don't nice. even know if it's there anymore but it's like this lady's like an artist and she does her paintings in there and we played with like submachine <laughs> and false prophet and all these like really like hardcore punk bands and we were like man they're gonna fucking hate us and they we went over really well there and like that was a that was a cool ass show actually as we were talking earlier too uh i'm i'm more the punk guy in the band so 
that that was one of my favorite shows uh oh i bet yeah walking in walking in and just seeing that layout and the lineup we had it, it just reminded me of the old school punk days uh i just went and seen no effects and I, i'm reliving my youth seeing all these punk bands <laughs> i grew up on so yeah, playing a show cool. like that was phenomenal so how did you guys get hooked up with like rishi or four chord music to be on this festival how did it all come about because there's some including you guys i mean you guys are definitely you know making some ripples in the music world there's some big name bands on this so how'd you guys get on so um <laughs> so i i first saw um the space pimps about 10 years ago um in elkins where i grew up and then last year um we played in clarksburg west virginia and we were on the same bill as space pimps nice and I like went up to Rishi and I was like, I mean, I, I was like, you know, hey, I'm Jared. I'm a worst kept secret. And he's like, oh, I've heard of you guys. And, and he was like, what kind of music do you play? And I told him and he and I mean, just Rishi being like the pop punk dude, he's kind of like shunned away from it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, I really dig you guys. And he was like, really? And he's like, do you like pop punk? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what's your favorite pop punk album? And I was like, <laughs> and, I, and I said, probably living well is the best revenge by midtown and his jaw like hit the floor and he goes dude are you fucking with me right now and i was like no and he was like and like we literally just became friends ever since then and we brought him down to morgantown a couple times um i think he appreciates that like once again like we don't give a shit about genres right like if the bands work hard and they're good yeah um, and that's rishi's mentality as well too yeah and he's like like I mean, like we're like real good friends now. Um, we went to Four Chord last year, and it was like so killer. And I was like, you know, I planted the bug in his ear. I was like, dude, like if you ever need any like like regional bands on this or whatever, yep. just like hit us up. And he was like, no, I'll hit you up. And I took it with a grain of salt. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then about six months ago, he's like, hey, you want to play Four Chord? And we're like, yes. <laughs> Sometimes all you gotta do is plant the seed, right? That, I mean, that's kind of like honestly how it was um i think he took into consideration that uh i mean aside from that we're friends he took into consideration like hey this band works hard like they'll work to get people here like they they add diversity to the lineup and i just think it was kind of like on his part maybe like a little bit of a no-brainer like just like a, he's a he's a smart businessman too he really is as when we were talking to him in our one episode again i think it was episode five he was telling us that not only, he teaches college level courses. Yeah, yeah. He's like a Roche, PhD. and he's, he's getting, like he's his, getting PhD. his PhD right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the guy yeah. is talented. He is very intelligent, and he's down PhD to earth. in marketing too. Which I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, that plays a huge he, owning for chord music. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah, he's doing he's doing the right things, and he, he you know he takes good care of the people oh, around yeah. him. You know. Last year was the most insane. I mean, we, you know, we tell him to this day that was one of the most fun shows we've ever been to. So you guys uh, are spectators last year and you're playing the festival this year. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, it feels like a little bit of pressure because uh, people have mentioned, you know, who's the heavy bands on the lineup and like Rishi will give us a shout out. And uh, yeah. we, we appreciate that. You know, I mean, he's a good friend of ours and, you know, he knows the business well. So, to hype us is great. Um, we just need to live up to the expectations and really do uh, do what we do best. So. Yeah. Who, who are you looking forward to seeing on the bill the most of all, I think, 18 bands that are playing? Who are you looking forward to seeing? 
Uh, I want to see the Skawshank Redemption. Nice. We're yeah, talking to them on Tuesday. Right. Their episode will go on Wednesday. Yeah, so we'll get um, to hear from them. Yeah, we, we actually played with Hawthorne Heights earlier this year. Those guys were like, they were really they were really cool to us. Um, that as far as like the like the the marquee names, um, I've seen Mayday Parade before. Um, Hit the lights. I like this. They they were on there last year. I'm yeah, excited to see those. I haven't seen against the current, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but regional wise, like fucking patent pending. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, those I, guys rock. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about those guys, so I'm like really looking forward to that. Yeah. The a band that Brandon and I were in for a while was a ska band called the skunk 11 out of Pittsburgh. And, um, we, we've played a couple shows with patent pending and the former space pimps. And so the patent pending is going to rock. I'm glad you guys are. You're, you're out of Ohio. Do you know, uh, soundtrack 96? I do not know soundtrack 96. Where are they from in Ohio? Uh, I, Columbus. Columbus. Okay. Look, look them up. They, they are phenomenal guys. Uh, I grew up in Cleveland, so the Columbus scene, I don't really have my finger on the pulse as much uh, yeah. as I do in, in Cleveland. We we haven't got to play with those guys just yet, and uh, being along the no genres line, like uh, I, I have a Sublime tattoo. I'm a big Sublime ska fan. Too. I love it, too, yeah. So I, I actually saw them at uh, 123 in Morgantown. So C- can you run the name the by me one more time? One two three Pleasant Street. Oh, it's a- uh, soundtrack ninety six is the band. Soundtrack ninety six. All right. Yeah, cool. and uh, we're we're gonna be hopefully booking a show next year with them sometime. Traveling to the Ohio area finally. So. Oh please, uh, keep us posted too. Well, I would love to go uh, head down to Columbus and uh, stay for a little bit. I was I was born in Columbus too, so I do have ties to Columbus still. I'd love right. to go down and check it out. N- Newport Music Hall is phenomenal, man. So. Again, the Four Chord Music Festival is Sunday, November the 13th. When do you guys play? How long's your set? What are you going to be doing? I don't know that it's like locked in, like locked in, but okay. uh, in stone, but we've heard um, three o'clock um, second stage, which is like, to me, is a cool ass time, actually. Like, if it starts at noon and we play at three, I feel like people will be getting warmed up oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you'll uh, be kind of like the boiling point. Yes, I think we have like 20 or 25 minutes, something like that. Just uh, we're just gonna like just play a really like kick-ass like rock punk rock set. Yeah, give them a change of pace, man. That's it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, just just straightforward. I hope that you know. I mean, obviously, you hope that people like it, but um, I, I hope that people, even though they're there to see bands like Mayday Parade and the Spill Canvas, that they're like, oh, these guys are like cool, like they're different, and like we're into that or whatever. Yeah, I think that. Pittsburgh's uh, really accepting to that, especially this crowd. You know, the I think that pop punk in your sound go. I mean, pop punk is in your sound. I think it goes in there because it it can mi- mix and mesh well. So I think that right. I think that you know listeners now are catching on to that. And like we talked about earlier, diversity it shows is good, and it's not like you're that profoundly different. You know, yeah, we're not. Black Dahlia Murder. No, I mean, it's really, it's just because sometimes the name metal gets tossed around and then you, you can't get that out of your taste. You know, you feel yeah, like well, there's always that metal piece to it. It, it. It's like so hard to answer the question, what genre are you when anyone asks any of us? So, right. it, it, I mean, to older people, you're kind of like, well, you know, we're like heavy rock, you know, like metal, like, but I mean, you'd never classify yourself as that, but to, to the common listener, 
you you have to put a label on it. So, so on the topic of metal, we Brandon and I came up with a brand new segment that we're gonna almost test on yeah, you this guys. Is, this is the beta test here. Your so alpha test actually the very first one. Here we go. So here's <clears throat> excuse me, man. We're both having trouble here, Brandon. Um, <clears throat> so here's what the segment is. It's called Is It Metal? Okay, so. <laughs> What we're going to do, okay, what we're going to do is Brandon and I are going to take turns reading pieces of lyrics, like from a verse or a chorus of a song. And you have to guess if it's from a metal band or not. So is it metal or not? All right. Okay, you guys ready? We got a couple for you. Ready. All right. So here we go. Caught now you're mine. I am the master of your whipping time. The smile on my lips, the look of horror on your face, self-justification, can't rid the sexual fascination. Can I'm gonna you, say not. I'm gonna say not metal. <laughs> can you deny my face of pleasure, the gleam in my eye? Is it metal? I say not metal. <laughs> Pat, what do you think? I think it is. All right, so we're gonna play a game where we're gonna. We're going to keep score for you guys and see who wins. Okay. So so Jared says it's not metal. Pat says it is. Brandon, can you keep track of this? I'm doing it right now. You got it. All right. So you guys ready? Yes. The song was called Sex, Murder, Art by Slayer. It's super metal. <laughs> <laughs> the most metal, yeah. So Pat won. Jared wrote. <laughs> Brandon, right. you want to get the second one to him? Uh, I sure do. Here we go. You're never alone when I'm around. You can always rely on me. I'm a friend. My love won't bend, and that I guarantee. <laughs> Straight and true and all for you. I'm so eager to please. Stick with me, and I'll keep you free from any <laughs> nasty disease. <laughs> I'm just going to say not metal again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no as well. So we got two no's from Jared and Pat. Are you ready for the <laughs> This is a song called Vibrator by Motorhead. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a couple more for you. You guys having fun? Yeah. yeah. So we still got one one nothing. Pat's in the lead. All right. So here we go. No purists listen to this. And they're like, those guys are not metal. <laughs> here We're we not metal. <laughs> bitches ain't serious. Man, these bitches delirious. All these bitches inferiors, I just pimp my interiors. I just pick up and go, might pick up a hoe. Might give conversation a- if you pick up the dough. Never mind my <laughs> money, never mind my stacks. Every bitch want to be me, you can find them in sacks. So, <laughs> Is it metal? I'm going to say if it's metal, it's Attila or falling in reverse. <laughs> but is it metal is the question, my friend. Uh, yeah, let's say, let's say yes on this one. I'm just on a losing spree. All right. So. I'm going to say no. All right. Well, you ready for the answer? It's a song called Come on a Cone. <laughs> and it's by Nicki Minaj. It is not metal. <laughs> <laughs> I was close with a two of it. Yep. Uh, so score now. Pat two. Jared still zero. Now, listen. We've but, got we've got two more. I missed I miss the one that matters. I, I just got my hands on a Rick that I'm going to play at four chords. Oh, <laughs> hell I yeah. love Lemmy and miss that. Oh, don't worry about so it, look, man. We've oh, got, a W is a W. We've got two more, so Pat's up by two. So, Jared, you got to get these next two and hope that Pat doesn't, okay? And then we have to do a tiebreaker, I yeah. guess, if we run into a tie. So, All right, so go ahead, Brandon. Here we go. Mama, she had taught me well. 
told me when I was young, son, your life's an open book. Don't close it before it's done. The brightest flame burns quickest. That's what I heard her say. A son's heart owed to mother, but I must find my way. Um, so the song, no, the band, yes. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, that's very interesting. And I want to hear, let's get Pat first on what he's, he's thinking. Absolutely. Okay. So he's saying metal Jared, we need a yes or a no, but then I do want you to explain. Well, he already said, uh, so I'll tell you why I already know why he knows. Okay. They've said earlier uh, in the podcast that Jared is a, a Metallica fan. <laughs> a big Metallica fan. Is that right? I, I'm a huge Metallica fan. That yep. song, uh, that's uh, Mama Said. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> yep. So I, as soon song, as he I said know, yes man. and no, I knew right then it was the, the Metallica. Uh, the steel guitars and uh, stuff throw me off for the metal, but the band is definitely so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brandon, what's the score then? That, that takes it three for Pat, one for Jared. Wait, didn't he get it right? That was his first one. No, he had gotten one. Oh, you're right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're on the final one. We're going to do this. Here we go. So this is the final one for Is It Metal, the brand new segments that we are premiering here with Jared and Pat from Worst Kept Secret. Step in my room, because I got a little something for you, baby, in my room. And I know you're going to like it, baby. Step in my room, because I got a little something for you, baby, in my room. Is it metal? This is Pat this time. I'm going to say no. Jared? Uh, I say yes. It sounds very, like, 80s metal to me. Well, here's the name <laughs> of the song, Step Into My Room, by a man who has uh, been in trouble for pissing on people. <laughs> Or Kelly. That's, that's metal as shit. Dude, that's so... What he does like outside of music is metal as shit, but definitely not his music. So uh, let's give it up for Jared and Pat. That was the yes. first segment of Is It Metal? All Nicely right. done. Final score. Pat crushed it. Four out of five, Pat got. Uh, Jared, you had one out of five, my friend. I'm not metal at all. <laughs> the Metallica one, I figured you would get right. So do either of you guys know... Like I would, I would assume at least a verse of one of Worst Kept Secret songs. Yeah. So we're gonna transition away from that segment to a segment we do every episode, and it's called lyrics as a poem. So what we do is is we have the band or the artists that we're interviewing recite to us a verse or a chorus from one of their songs in a very like soft, erotic, poetic, sexual way. Sexual way. <laughs> Um, Brandon did it in episode one to Beyonce's formation. And we just realized how insane lyrics sound when you try to like talk dirty with them without well, the music. Well, that song sounds crazy no matter what. Those lyrics are, are, are nuts. But we do love hearing uh, in a, the, the most poetic of ways where you could put some nice smooth jazz behind. That's how we need So which one of you it. or both of you uh, is up for the challenge? I'll, I'll go first. All right, so tell us the song, and let's uh, get like a verse or something. Give it a lot of passion. Sexual is what we're going for. Okay, so the song is called The Fine White Line Between Confidence and Arrogance. Oh, okay. And the, so, oh, let me let me channel my inner uh, Shel Silverstein here or something. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with the uh, bridge breakdown. Um just a fragile man with no metal, the architect of your own defeat. 
you can sell your soul to the devil, but your head belongs to me. You've been running your mouth in the wrong fucking town. If you're a so-called king, where's your goddamn crown? That's, that's Is that it? Yeah, awesome. Yes. Nicely that done. That was nicely done. All right. I dig that. Those are some good lyrics, and that's coming off of – that's the title track to the upcoming album in uh, early 2017, correct? Correct. Pat, you're going to give it a shot. I'm good. He he killed it. <laughs> <laughs> Tough act to follow. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I- I'll give him the win there. There we go. All right. So you guys are tied with wins. So that was lyrics as a poem. We do it every single time. We've got just a few more things for you guys. We really appreciate your time and being on here. So, you know, Halloween was just last week. And of course, everybody's making the very um, sharp transition to now celebrating Christmas. Yes, Christmas. Um, yeah, nice slow transition. Very, yes, methodical, slow, thought-out transition to Christmas. So what we're going to be doing with all eight or so of the bands that we're talking to this week on the Four Chord Music Festival, we're going to pick a secret Santa for you, and we're going to just see what you would give them. So, for example, you guys are going to be the first ones to do this. Um, we, we ended up picking Hawthorne Heights for you. You are their secret Santa. So what do you give Hawthorne Heights for Christmas or any of the many awesome holidays? That a razor exist? blade and a punch to the face. <laughs> oh, man. So is there bad blood from when you no, played the last no, no, it's, it's a joke on their song. Oh, okay. I, I don't, I don't, Brandon uh, doesn't know. Yeah, I don't listen. So. I black my eyes. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. All right. My, I was like, my, whoa, man, this is heavy, my, man. No, it got real. <laughs> No, those those guys were phenomenal when we played with them. Like I said, it was just a joke on one of their songs. Oh, okay, uh, cool. My gift, my gift to Hawthorne Heights, um, black clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they play in all white. Do they so really they, play in all white? They Pants, wear, shirt, like, everything. I, they wear like all like they were they wear normal clothes, and then when they come on stage, they have. Um, all, they wear white button-ups, white uh, slacks, white shoes, wow. um, just everything. So I would give them uh, black clothes, and really the crowd would be like, what the hell happened to these guys? <laughs> Fantastic. I love yeah. the thought. You guys really put a lot of thought. You set you set the bar for all the other Secret Santas that we're going to be talking to throughout the week here um, with some really amazing gifts. So that was Secret Santa with um, Worst Kept Secret on the Four Chord Music Festival. So... Uh, gentlemen, we're, we're rounding the corner here. It's always sad when we're finishing up uh, an episode, you c- especially because you guys have been great and um, we, we had a lot of fun. We like for you to let our listeners know where they can find you both online and any like shows you have coming up. Where can our listeners find you? Plug yourself. So you can, uh, we're, uh, we're on Facebook uh, and Instagram uh, at Worst Kept Secret WV for uh, West Virginia pretty self-explanatory cool um and then we have a twitter uh it's wks underscore wv um we're on sound or we're on uh spotify um just look up worst kept secret you can listen to our demo for free because people don't pay for music um (laughs) and so why fight it we have a a band camp and it's uh worst kept secret wv.bandcamp.com and uh, we're on bands in town too. If you want to like yep. just look up Worst Kept Secret and track us on there, um, we have the Four Chord Music Fest, and then we have on December third, um, our friends and Knuckle Duster, yeah, from Morgan from Morgantown. They're playing 
uh, a CD release show at one, two, three, and we're going to be support for that show. Um, awesome. Alongside, Killer. alongside Jesse Smith and the Holy ghost and uh, a thrash band from Morgantown called false prophet. And that's going to be about a badass show the rest of the year. Um, just because, um, like recording, finishing the album and, and like the hot, the hot, I mean, I'm sure you guys know being up North that, just because you can make it to a show in December doesn't mean people will go to a show. In Absolutely. Yep. Because of the, the weather and all that shit. I, I think another thing that we're trying to uh, do with the full length next year is once that breaks uh, with touring this year and playing in areas that we're not familiar with, one, two, three has been great to us. We definitely want to keep ties in Morgantown and continue to please the locals, but we want to branch out and play other States as well. Awesome. Well, coming to the Four Chord Music Festival is going to be some great exposure for everybody who's involved. You can catch Worst Kept Secret there on Sunday, November the 13th with headliners May Day Parade, Spill Canvas, Hit the Lights Against the Current. And uh, Jared, Pat, it's been it's been freaking awesome having you on the podcast. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, you guys rock. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. We'll uh, make sure to check you guys out at the festival. Uh, for all of our listeners, definitely check out Worst Kept Secrets right now. All right. One more time, we'd like to thank Jared and Pat from Worst Kept Secret. What a killer interview they gave. A lot of cool stuff coming up. What do you think, Ange? Very thrilled to have them on. They are kicking off the first band that we spoke to for the Four Chord Music Festival podcast special that Brandon and I are doing here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast. So thanks again, Jared and Pat, for joining Worst Kept Secrets. Dude, this is going to be an awesome festival. It's going to be great. Definitely check it out. November 13th at Extaza down in the Strip District. On Smallman Avenue. Check it out. I think it's in the 1600 block of Smallman, Extaza Nightclub. Seriously, this is going to rock. Make sure you check out the Spinning Thoughts podcast by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Tune in. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter. And our website is www.spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. This is Brandon. I'm signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast World Music Megaplex. This is Angelo from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. Peace out. Peace.